Blog Talk Radio. In all things, I'll praise you.
we all are attentive to what God has sent me to deliver. It's, uh, amen and amen. This is a season of change in so many ways, and we just thank and praise God. Like the songster says, Lord, I praise your name. And that's all we have to remember to do is to praise God's name. And again, we're thankful and we're prayerful for you and your family and and continually. And for those, amen, who may, amen, need prayer today, we thank the Lord for it. There's a word from God, though, that will assist anyone who has a ear to hear what the Spirit is saying unto the church. Brother Lewis. Amen and amen. If there's anyone... Uh, Pastor, you want to go for prayers at this time, or you want to wait till later? You know, I, I open it up because, in, in case you have, in case you have something you wanted to say or something you wanted to share. Uh, well, I just okay. I do have something. I do have something I want to share. I want to thank everybody that came out to my sister's service yesterday. Catherine Lewis Peters out in Victorville, California, at Oasis Church in Victorville. And uh, the Lord was in the house yesterday. Well, a small church, but it was packed. The love was there. I didn't know my sister was loved so much by so many people. Uh, the music was on time. The, the sermon was on time. Everything was on time. It was good to see people like Jerome Grant at, at the service, Debbie Robinson, you know, people that we've known for 40, 50 years there. So I just want to say thank you, Lord, and uh, I just, you know, I'm just so glad that we we uh, got that. David, you know, I've never put on a, a service before, and you know, and it was a lot, a lot going into it, and a lot of anxiety, a lot of pain, but the three of us, Norman, Jerome, and myself, got it through. So I just want to say thank you. Well, praise the Lord. I'm pleased to hear that. I'm so pleased, and I just want to let you know, Amen, that we we weren't with you in person, but we were with you in the spirit. Amen and amen. 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 Thank you. I'm so glad to hear it worked out that, that way, and I know it was lovely. And I got the and I got the uh, photograph that you sent me via text message, and yes. so I just got a picture of uh, the beauty. And so right now, we just want to thankfully. Remember Kathy Lewis right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Amen and amen. Amen and amen and amen. You know, I remember as a little girl, she was always kind of underfoot, wasn't she? <laughs> we talked about that <laughs> yesterday. We talked about that yesterday. Uh, and it's kind of it's kind of interesting. It's interesting, but now you know you can remember her and praise the living God and know that she is a man where. Hopefully no one can hurt her, touch her, or give her any difficulty. Right. Nothing but ease. Right. And we thank the Lord for the time that we uh, uh, have all. We, we, have, we all have a set time, a certain time with each other. So we need to not yeah. take that for granted. We need to take it seriously. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Because, yeah. because, because life is a beautiful thing when you live it right. Yes. Amen. Yeah, if you live it that's right. What we're doing, yeah. That's what we're doing. We as the people of God, we are being taught directly by God through the person of Jesus Christ how to live this thing right. Amen? Mm-hmm. Amen. No other comments at this time. I would like to go ahead and pray so we can begin to share the word of God with you. Amen? Amen. Amen. We'll save the last five minutes of the show for anyone that has any prayers. 
that they like to they'll put out. Amen and amen and amen. All right. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come before you for the sole purpose of worshiping you, praising and to praise your holy name. We give you we give your name to praise, we give you glory, we give you honor. We submit ourselves to you, and we lift you up, Father God, in the name of Jesus, because you are the most high. And, Father, as we come out today, help us to know you the way you would have us to know you, in the name of Jesus Christ. Bless these callers who are calling in today. Meet us all at the point of our needs. And we thank you for that, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Amen and amen. amen. I hear voices. I hear voices, and I'm just going to speak to the voices. I'm not going to even call the name, but I'm speaking to the voices. I recognize the voices. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And, and, and so we just thank God for we just thank God for all of you, each and every one of you. And, and, and it's good to know, amen, Brother Lewis said something very interesting, that it's good to know that you got so many people backing you up. Amen. And, and you said you were so pleased to see that so many people uh, truly loved your sister, and it's so good to see yes. so many people, amen, are supporting what we do in ministry mm-hmm. today, repeatedly, yes. week after week. And it's just a blessing mm-hmm. to see and to know, amen, that people are dedicated to the service of the Lord. And we thank God for each and every one of you, including you, Brother Lewis. We thank you. Amen, and including you. Amen. amen. <laughs> you know, I, I heard a song to say, I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody about Bye. somebody who could save anybody. Amen. So praise God for that. But thank you. I thank yes. you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We want to talk a little bit today. We want to talk today about something that's going on, amen, that it, it, it's going on among the people of God. And it doesn't really have to, but it does. It doesn't have to, but it's going on nonetheless. It has become so that now it's almost chronic, if I may say. And there's a chronic condition that's plaguing the people of God that we need to address today, and we need to get past it. Amen. How many want to get past something that's chronic? Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. So we want to get past that which is chronic. And that thing that's plaguing the people of God, and I'm only speaking to the church because because we we, we can't, help the world with this until we first help amen God's people cuz we are we are the representatives of Jesus Christ we are the ambassadors of Christ amen and so we have to make sure that we got this thing right praise the living god and the thing that's the chronic thing that's plaguing the people of God I'm sad to say is unbelief 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 is plaguing the people of God. Why? I don't know why. Why I don't why people don't believe, I don't know, but go with me to Proverbs chapter three. In verse five. Proverbs chapter three, verse five. We've been here before. And I pray we I pray we get a chance to come here time and time and time again. Proverbs 3, verse 5. It tells us in Proverbs 3 and 5, it tells us to trust in the Lord 
with all of thine heart. Lean not into your own understanding, and in all of our ways acknowledge him, and he will direct our paths. Amen. We can't do this thing without God's direction. And the person who believes that they can do this thing properly and effectively without God's direction is only fooling themselves. We need the God. We need the direction of the Lord. We need the hand of God. I like when I read about Jabez and he and and, and he was in a First Chronicles four and ten and he prays a prayer and the Bible says that he was a man of sorrows. In other words, he didn't come from the side of the tracks, amen, where people had everything. He came from the side of the tracks, amen, where people needed everything. Hallelujah. And he was a man of sorrows. He was a person that had needs, praise God. But he had enough faith in his God. And let's go there, First Chronicles 4 and verse 10. Let's go there real quickly, along with Proverbs 3 and 5, because it talks about, amen, the need of God's direction. When you find it, Rosie, say amen. Praise God. First Chronicles 4 and 10. It says, it says, I want to read, I want to read uh, verse 9 first. It said, and Jabez was more honorable than his brethren. And his mother, whose mother called his name Jabez, saying, because I bear him in sorrow. There's a connection between the word Jabez and sorrow. Amen. And some of us are in sorrow, praise the living God. Not because we chose to be, not even because we have to be, but because that's just the way it is. But that's not the way it has to stay. Because Jabez realized, amen, that sorrow was not his destiny. So he decided, I'm going to pray to God. And so it says in verse 10, And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that thou wouldest bless me indeed. Now, I like that kind of prayer. Amen. Because he knew he was from the side of the tracks, amen, where people were sorry. And he knew he was, he knew he was one who was experiencing sorrow. And so when he prayed, he didn't waste time nickel and diamond God. He didn't waste time trying to, amen, tiptoe around it. He got right to the point. I need you to bless me indeed. Come on, somebody. I need you to bless me indeed. I don't just need a blessing. I need you to bless me indeed. I need a big-time blessing for you, from you. I need a blessing that's going to help me overcome some things. I need a blessing that's going to help me change my directions. I need, I need a blessing that's going to help me change the way I live and change where I live and change how I live. Bless me indeed. He had God's attention. Because that's the kind of praying, that's the kind of prayer God is expecting his people to pray. Amen. When you trust God, you can speak to God that way. And so he said, oh, that thou wouldest bless me indeed and enlarge my coast. I need some territory. Uh-huh. I need some territory. I've been on the corner walk and don't walk for too long. I need some territory. 
I need you to enlarge my space. I need you to enlarge, amen, my area. I need you to give me, amen, some, 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 some land. Enlarge my coast, he said. He said, he said, enlarge my coast and that thy hand might be with me. That's the part I love. And that thy hand might be with me. And this is why I said Proverbs 3 and 5 and Jabez, because Jabez knows that regardless of how much he has, he can't make it without God's hand directing him. We all need God's direction. Don't, don't, and, and, and listen, don't fool yourself into thinking that you don't because we do. Amen. And we need to stop everything and seek God's direction about everything, including what to think and what to say. Praise God. He said, and that thy hand might be with me and that thou wouldest keep me from evil. Praise God. We all need to be kept from evil, that it may not grieve me. He was tired of being grieved. He was tired of being a victim of evil. He was tired of what it would look like on that side of the track. He wanted something more out of life. So he simply prayed. Hallelujah. He simply prayed. And the Bible says, and God granted him that which he requested. God said yes. Praise God. How many know when you pray the prayer of faith, God will say yes? How many know when you pray a prayer that speaks God's language, God will say yes. Yeah, amen. And that's what we need, amen. We need, we need to learn how to pray prayers that make God say yes. Life is telling us no. We've had no told to us too much. God told Jabez yes. He said God granted him that which he requested. And God will grant us what we, what, what we excuse me, what we request if we have the faith to speak up and speak out like Jabez did. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Jabez, Amen. the Bible to say Jabez came from the boardroom. The, the Bible to say Jabez was president of a corporation. The Bible said he was a man whose mother bare him in sorrow. And so if a man of sorrow could approach God that way, and get God's attention and receive from God what Jabez received. Why can't we? Yes. So, yes. Proverbs, so Proverbs 3 and 5 reminds us, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Mm-hmm. Lean not into your own understanding. Don't try to weigh out your circumstances. Don't try to weigh out the consequences. Don't try to figure out the hows and the whos and the wheres and the whys. Just trust God. Yes, and this yes. is what we as believers have to overcome because we are supposed to believe. We're supposed to teach the world, amen, that God is real and you can believe him. And we can believe every word he says. Praise God. But unbelief is chronic. Unbelief is running rampant. Unbelief is keeping the people of God from being the light that God created us to be. We have to learn to believe, but but you, but you have to learn to trust God first. Listen, trust in the Lord with all your heart is very important. That's what Proverbs three and five is, 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 is such a vital verse because it's very important because you can't believe somebody you don't trust. Amen. Well, let's just cut to the chase, and let's just get right to it. Let's learn to trust in the Lord first. 
How can you believe someone you don't trust? And how can you trust someone that you don't believe? <laughs> so we want to get past that. We want to get past, amen, the intersection of doubt and unbelief. Amen. We want to keep continuing down the road of faith and power. But we don't want to be stuck, amen, as a blinking light at doubt and unbelief. And you just may have to run it to get past it. I don't, I don't recommend anybody running traffic lights in, in, in the real, but in this particular case, you may have to run that light. Amen. Because that light has been holding you up for too long. Doubt and unbelief has been keeping you out of the places where God is sending you, and it's the only way you can get there down the highway of faith and power is to run that light, then I highly recommend run that light. Run that light. <laughs> Yes, it's not yes. blinking to help you. It's blinking to stop you. Get away from that yes. thing. <laughs> Doubt and unbelief has been holding God's people up for too long. Doubting and unbelieving, cut that out. It's not. We, we, we can't be what God made us to be until we get past that intersection. Folks, say, well, I've been sitting at this intersection for 12 years. It's sure enough time to run that late. you you, you got to be out of gas. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to Can run that light. If you get if you get a citation for it, tell them why. I ran it because I wouldn't get nowhere, and I'm tired of going nowhere in life when I have a book in front of me that tells me that God has given me all things. All things. Jabez knew it, and so Jabez prayed to God the right way. He said, "Lord, I need you to bless me indeed." In other words, can I translate? I need you to bless me big time. Ooh, big I need time. a big time blessing from you. And so and, and, and so we want to get to the place where we trust God. Now here's the issue. Jeremiah forty two. I'm sorry, Jeremiah chapter three. Did I say three? I meant four. Jeremiah chapter four. I'm excited because God is taking people places today. We're getting past that intersection. Praise the living God. We're getting past the intersection of walk and don't walk. It's time to run. Hello? Hello? Yeah, who's this? All right, are we are we all here? Yeah, we're we're on the line uh with Pastor Cooper right now and I uh, just have oh. microphones open. That's it. Oh, this is Deborah Robinson. Oh, okay. okay, praise Debbie, the Lord, Deborah on. Robinson. How are you? Praise the Lord, Debbie. Hey, how are you doing? Real good, real good. So, yeah, so we friendly. want to go to Jeremiah chapter four, verse twenty-two, because we want to get flat. We want to get past the place where where we don't have the trust for God that Jabez had, because Jabez proved, Amen, that trusting in the Lord will get you what you want from God. He clearly trusted in God. He clearly trusted God because he called on the name of his God, and he said, Lord, bless me indeed. This is the man of sorrows, born in sorrows. He knew all about, amen, what he knew all about not having. He knew all about not being able to do. He knew all about not producing. He knew all about being hindered. He knew all about, amen, being oppressed. He knew all about all the negative things in life. And so he just one day got tired of it, and he said, I'm going to call on the Lord. And when he did, amen, when he did, he didn't nickel and dime God. He said, Lord, bless me indeed. 
big time. I want to get out of this mess. How many want to get out of their mess? Amen. Amen. Right here. I want to get out of this mess. I, I, I want to be blessed so much that I can not only be blessed, but I want to be blessed so I can be a blessing. I want to be blessed so I can bless many, many countless others. And I want to use whatever resources you give me, I want to use them so I can be a blessing to many, many others. So, Lord, bless me indeed. I don't want to see anybody, Jabez probably was saying, I don't want to see anybody, amen, living on this side of the tracks anymore. Praise God. And, you know, you don't have to be in poverty to still need a blessing. So, so many people think that when you ask for a blessing, it's almost like you're confessing poverty, but you're not confessing anything. The only thing you're confessing is, is that you want to be in a position where God can bless you so you can help others. Yes. Praise God. So, so, so Jeremiah chapter 4, verse 22, here it is. The word of God. He says, for my people, this is God speaking through the prophet Jeremiah. He says, for my people, it's foolish. Amen. It's foolish. I'm sure he doesn't take any delight in calling his people foolish. God does. But he has to do this so he can help us overcome and erase that which has been holding us up. He says, for my people, is foolish. They have not known me. Now listen to this. This is a father talking about his children. Amen? And and we all know this situation, and we all know that there are people out there who, quite frankly, never knew their father. Praise the living God. They simply Amen. did not know him. They didn't know him, and that's what God is saying. My people have not known me. They don't know me as dad. They don't know me as father. They don't know me as the most high. They don't know me as God almighty. They don't know my potential. They don't know my position. And they also don't understand my promises. They have not known me. He said, he said they are sottish children. That means kind of silly. You know, kind of silly children. You know, you know, they've had the opportunity to know me, but they just simply won't come to know me. So they do, so so they're foolish. Praise God, Hallelujah! They have not known me. They 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 are sadist children. He said he said, and they have no understanding. He said they are wise to do evil, real good at doing evil. I mean, actually wise at it, but to do good. The prophet says they have no knowledge. Amen. God wants to get God wants us to get past not knowing him because you can't first you can't trust somebody you don't know. And you can't believe someone you don't trust. So we have to get past those obstacles before we can overcome the chronic situation that's plaguing the church and that's unbelief. Yeah. That's unbelief. And I say that because the Bible is full of so many things, amen, that if the people who call themselves believers really, truly believed it, you would see victory all over the world. Amen. Church folk really believing what their father is telling them. 
church folk really believing, children really believing that their father can do everything that the word of God says he can do for you and for me. Amen. That's what believers are. Believers are people that believe God can do everything he says. Believers are people who believe every word in the Bible. That's what believers, believers are not trying to figure out how he's going to do it, if he's going to do it, when is he going to do it, why is he going to do it or not do it. Believers just believe it because God says it. So if we want to overcome this chronic situation, this chronic condition that the church is in, we're going to need more than a vaccine. We're going to need a change of mind. Yes. Praise the living God. Because there's no reason for us to be without when God has given us everything. First of all, we need to know something about our God. Amen. He's a mighty God. Hallelujah. He's a mighty God. So what we have to do, praise God, we have to, once we get to the place we trust him, amen, we have to start thinking like his children. Because our Father is a mighty God. Our Father is God Almighty. That means there is no one mightier than him. Amen. 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 So, so if our Father is God Almighty, and the Bible clearly tells us in, in Genesis that when he made us, his children, he made man in the image and likeness of himself, and he wants you also to practice, amen, a life of Almighty. The Bible says he made man, uh, let us make man in our image and after our own likeness, and it goes on to say, and he says, and let them have dominion. Let me help those who don't know. You don't get any, you, you, you can't get more powerful than dominion. Dominion is as powerful as it gets. Dominion means supreme authority, folks. And when you have supreme authority, there's nothing you don't have to rule over. Mm-hmm. When you have supreme authority, which is what God has given us, and it's in his word, nothing I say, I don't say anything that's not in God's word. And when he gives, when he gave man dominion, he intended for man, amen, to live an almighty life. Like father, like sons. Like father, like sons and daughters. He wasn't trying to live a certain way that we couldn't live. Amen. His delight is in us living like he lived. But we he realized that we were his sons, but we didn't know how to live. So, 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 so what he did, he gave his only begotten son, which is Jesus Christ, the one who was with him from the beginning. Praise God, hallelujah. To come and to show mankind how to believe. To show and come and come and show mankind the kind of perception that they're supposed to have because our perceptions have been marred and tainted by our unbelief. But once we overcome the chronic condition of unbelief, amen, folk will begin to see again. And that's what we need to do. And Jesus came to help mankind see. Jesus came, he said, I am the light of the world. Jesus came to turn the lights on for the world. Because there's a whole lot of handwriting on the wall that you can't see in a room when the lights are off. 
And God has given us promises on top of promises on top of promises of things that will help us and enable us to be more than conquerors. And it's time that we stop, amen, playing around with this thing and, 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 and being overwhelmed by unbelief and start believing every word God says. Amen? We got. We have to. We have to believe, praise God, because there's too much He's given us for us not to believe, Brother Lewis. Let me pause and listen to this for a moment, because God wants me to. God wants me to share this because I I came across this, and it's an older it's an older selection, but it's so relevant to what He's saying to Amen. us today. All right.
song is saying, dare to believe. I dare you to believe God. Dare to believe. Look what Jesus says about believing. Go to Mark 9, 23. Praise God. Dare to believe. Amen. So much, so much happens when you believe. Praise God. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Dare to believe. Praise God. Hallelujah. We thank God for commission. Praise God. Nine, Mark 9, 23. You want to read that for me, Rosie? Praise God. Hallelujah. Mark nine twenty three. Jesus <clears throat> Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believes. Praise God. I like I like how you said I like how you said and Jesus said. Amen. Because Jesus epitome he's the epitome of believing. Praise God, hallelujah. No one believes like he believes. And so he came to be the light of the world to show us how to believe because he knows that God intended for us to live, amen, like him. And, and, and there's a whole lot of folks who don't believe that, even though it's written in the Bible. They still have doubts about that. And Jesus wanted us to do it just like him. He prayed to God that we would do it just like him. And folks still don't believe it. And it's in their Bibles. He said, Jesus said these words. He said, he said, praise the living God, Mark 9, 23, right? He says, mm-hmm. read it to me again, if you would. Jesus said unto him, if thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. If you can believe, all things, not some things, all things are possible if you believe. So Jesus is trying to usher us into a place where we can receive all things. How many know that God does not want to withhold any good thing from us? Mm-hmm. Amen. But we have to get past that chronic sickness. We have to get past that condition called unbelief because unbelief is stifling the lives of God's people and the devil is sitting on the sidelines applauding every time God's people have doubt and unbelief. Because he knows, praise God, he knows the things that God has intended for us. But he knows we'll never get there as long as doubt and unbelief is our issue. We need to get, we need to get, we need to get aggressively, aggressively disturbed at unbelief. It's not the kind of thing you can pat on the back because unbelief is not your friend. You can't toy with it like it's a buddy because unbelief is no Christian's buddy. Praise God. Hallelujah. We want to get to the place where we overcome that thing. We want to put unbelief under our feet. Because Jesus himself said, if you can believe, he said all things. There's nothing that's impossible if you can believe. How many want to start living like that today? Come on. We call ourselves believers. Why don't we live like believers? Hallelujah. It's time that we stop doubting and fearing and start walking by faith and not by sight. And why don't we start doing this thing like the Word says do? Because God wants you to have it all. Amen, he does. All things. The Bible wouldn't say, Jesus wouldn't say all things if God didn't want you to have it all. Listen to this. Yeah. Listen to this. Jesus said in Matthew twenty-eight eighteen. 
Matthew 28:18, he, he made this he made this statement. He said, "All power has been given unto me in heaven and on earth." You don't get more powerful than that. He's got it all. Tell somebody he's got it all. Got it all. He's got it all. You don't get more powerful than that. He's got it all. He's got all the power of heaven, and he's got all the power of earth. Jesus Christ, he has the confidence to say that out loud, out of his mouth. And he's not worried about lightning striking him. He's not worried about getting a spanking about it, because he knows he just told the truth. Yes, yes. And there is no penalty for truth. The only one that wants to penalize the truth is the father of lies. And that's what the devil is. Amen. He wants to penalize you for telling the truth because lying is his profession. And it's Mm. time that we got away from the devil because the devil ain't nobody either. Get away Mm -mm. from the devil. All he wants to do is steal, kill, and destroy. He wants to take your inheritance. He doesn't want to see you have what God has given you. Dare to believe. Yes. Amen. Dare to believe. Jesus said, if you can believe, all things are possible. If you can believe, all things are possible to him, to them that believe. Oh, praise God. And so, and so he said, all power has been given unto me in heaven and earth. You notice when Jesus speaks, he speaks in terms of all. You know why? Because he wants you to have it all. It's not enough just to have some of it. He wants us to have it all. That's how he has it, and that's how he wants you and I to have it. We, got to, we have to come to know Jesus. We don't want to be those people that God is calling foolish because they have not known me. We want to know our Father who loved us so much. He so loved the world that he gave the world his only begotten son. He knew the world was walking in the dark, so he sent his son who is light. How many know, amen, in the family of God, God is your Father. We are now in the light family. Amen. Oh, amen. We're in the light family. First John chapter one, verse five. It says clearly, God is light, and in Him is no darkness at all. So, with God as our Father, whatever He is, that's what He wants us to be. Whatever He is, that's what He wants us to be. And you know, I've lived in different places where they had light companies, electric companies, and in and, and one city I lived, they called it the division of light and power. And so when I hear that God is light, not only does he illuminate things, but he also empowers us. And he wants us to be empowered. So Jesus came, and Jesus said in, in, in the book of John, he said, I am the light of the world. And then he tells us in Matthew chapter 5, Verse 14, he said, you are the light of the world. So you're in the family, too. See, let me explain this to you. The opportunity to preach this way with this type of liberty and this type of conviction and this type of power is not always afforded to you, amen, in the normal church system. Because sadly, Mm -hmm. sadly, a lot of people in the normal church system are not believers this way. But we have an opportunity to hear it directly from God because he wants us to take away all the old stuff 
and let the old things be passed away and let all things become new. We want to be people of God. We're not trying to please anybody but God. And we want to get past, amen, the need for this and the need for that. We want to get past being needy. May I say something? And I told you, I have no disrespect for the medical profession. But when we get into the place of God where we're supposed to be, when we begin to operate in our, in our God-given positions, there'll be no need for vaccinations. And I've had mine. There'll be no need for those. Why? Because healing is automatically yours. The Bible says, with his stripes, we are healed. Talking about the stripes of Jesus. Jesus paid the price for us to be healed. And there's no reason for believers to, to look away when, when, when we say things like this because the world doesn't know this because they don't know Jesus. And they never will until we lead them to him. It's time that the church begin to do her job. And that's leading the people of the world to Jesus Christ, our Redeemer and our Savior. And letting them know that he's the only begotten son of God. And that there is no way, amen, that you're going to make it in this world without him. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. And, you know, at, at some point in time, somebody's got to stand up and stand out. Somebody's got to speak up and speak out. Because this could go on indefinitely. I talked about the blinking light. This light could keep blinking indefinitely unless somebody steps up and do something. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I was at an intersection one day, me and the family, and I came to a red light. Or was it a blinking light or was it red? You know the one I'm talking about. And the guy came from the building across the street. There was a blinking red light, I believe. Oh, the regular red light, my wife says. And, and the guy came from a building across the street, and he said, Sir, I guess he had noticed I had been sitting there for a long, long time. He says, sir, I just wanted to tell you, unless you pull up a few inches to where you align with this transformer, it has a sensor on it that changes the light. And he says, you'll sit there all day unless you pull up a little bit. And when I pulled up, just like he said, I didn't argue with him. I was ready to go. And when I pulled up, amen, to where he told me to, the light turned green. Sometimes we need to hear the people that God is sending into our lives. Too many folk don't want to hear nothing nobody has to say, not even God. It's time that we start learning how to listen. It's time we start learning how to hear. Deuteronomy 28, and I'm going to close. Deuteronomy 28, verse number one. Dare to believe. Deuteronomy 28, verse 1. It's amazing, amen. It's amazing how many things God wants to do for us if we simply just observe and do what he says. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy 28, verse 1. And it shall come to pass. How many know that means for real, for real? How many know, how many know that means it's a definite? And it shall come to pass. Yes. If, yes. uh-oh, and it shall come to pass, if, uh-oh, that word if means there are conditions that have to be met. If, so it's conditional, but if thou shalt hearken diligently, what does that mean, Sonny? 
It means, he told me a little while ago, my son told me, it means listen closely. And he's right. We have to learn how to listen closely to what God is saying. Don't turn off the music. Turn off the TV when God is speaking. Tell whoever it is that's ringing on the phone, I have to call you back. God is speaking. Amen. Learn to give God the respect that he deserves. Learn to give God yes. the honor, amen, that, that, that we would like yes. to see him grant to us. Tell God, I'm yes. sorry. I, tell, tell, tell your friend, I can't talk to you right now. My Lord is speaking. Mm-hmm. Get off and the it Facebook. shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do all his commandments. Amen. Which I command thee this day. We're talking about the day. We're talking about January 9, 2022. He said this day. How many need a this day blessing? Praise the living God. You know you need a this day blessing. Otherwise, we wouldn't be we wouldn't be on the line together. We, you know you need God to do something for you this day. Everybody does. Why not just go ahead and tell God about it? Why not just give God some praise? Why don't you say, hallelujah, Lord, I need a this day blessing. I need a change. I need deliverance. I need salvation. I need redemption. Whatever you need from God, tell him I need it this day. And he said, he said, if you, if you, uh, if you, if you uh, do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will what? He will set thee on high above all the nations of the earth. The Lord your God will do it. You don't have to try to do it for yourself. Let God do it. He's willing to do it. He's showing us he's willing to do it when he said it shall come to pass. But there are conditions. We have to listen to him carefully, like too many people don't want to do. We have to listen to him closely, and we have to observe and do everything he says. And when we do that, God said, you're qualified. Now I can set you on high. That's where God is. Now I can set you on high above all the nations of the earth. Now I can put you in position. Now you can get into the position that I created you for. Now you can begin to live the way I designed you to live. Now you Mm -hmm. can begin to accomplish and achieve that which I've given you to accomplish and achieve. Because now you are in the right position. You know, too many folk are trying to do the right thing in the wrong position. And we've got to get in the right position so we can do the right thing. Praise God. Praise All God. Right. It's so quiet on All the line, right. it's deafening. All but it's right. the truth anyhow. Praise God. Because okay. we made up in our All minds, right. we're going to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. And time is not going to allow me to go as far as I would like to go. But he said, He said, when you, when he set you on high above all the nations of the earth, he said, and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you. Now, let me hear somebody make some noise. Because God wants to bless you. He wants to bless you so abundantly. He wants to bless us indeed. All these blessings will come upon you and overtake you. That's the way God wants us to live. And that's the way we should want to live. Like children of God. Amen? Amen. Amen and amen. Well, let's get into some uh, 
some uh, prayer requests here. If anybody out there has any prayer requests, the line is open. If you're on the phone right now, your microphone is on. If you're listening on lines, 646-595-3338. First of all, I want to welcome Debbie Robinson to the show. Uh, I wanted to welcome uh, Yvonne Williams out of Arizona to the show and to my daughter, Natalie Lewis, to the show and to the service, rather. And uh, if there's anybody, go right ahead. Good morning, Pastor. Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Marcia. Marcia, it's okay. Oh, oh, I am just um, continuing prayers for my son um, uh, and also for my daughter who is uh, just getting over COVID. And uh, I hope all goes well for anyone who's had the virus. Um, praying for the the Lewis family. Uh, you're all in my heart, and I, I pray that everybody recuperates well. Um, and, you know, I, I thank you for the word of God, Pastor. Um, it, I look forward to this every week. God bless you. Amen, amen. amen. God bless you. Praise God. Amen. Stand in agreement with you for your daughter and all your other prayer requests. And we believe that God can, and we believe that God will. And I pray that he grants you your request. In Jesus' name, okay. amen. 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 Okay, who do we have next? I wanted to, um, to uh, reiterate what Pastor said earlier, Franklin, about how we were all with you and your family yesterday in spirit, even though we couldn't be there. And they could go with you, you all. Thank you, thank you. But, uh, Thank the you. prayers went out throughout the whole family for you and your family. So Amen. I just wanted Thank to you. say that. I have um, also a couple of prayer requests. Uh, one is for the Philip Brevard family, the loss of their, fa- of their father. And um, for our cousin, my cousin, Alberta Taylor, is in the hospital in, in Quero, Texas. So I'm just asking for, uh, for prayer those situations. Thank you. Amen. 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 Thank amen. You very we'll much. Keep them up as well. We'll definitely keep them lifted up. Praise the living God. Okay, we got about three minutes left. Do we have anyone else on the line with a prayer? Come with it. Come on. Let me hear you. Well, uh, while we're waiting. Oh, Lord, I want to say one thing before you go. And I heard you make the correction when you said when you said a show, it's a combination, but it's but 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 from this side of the river, it's a it's totally a service. I know that we're on a show, and I thank you for clearing that up. That you said it's not a show, but a service, because Amen. this is a worship experience where God is in the room, and, and 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 we really can't limit God to any type of restriction because He's Almighty. And I just wanted to say that before we go. Even if you don't have a prayer request within the next three minutes, you can always pray. <laughs> That's true. I want to I want to pray for my family, everyone in my family up in Altadena. I mean, everyone, daughters, grandchildren, ex-wives, nieces, everyone up there in Altadena has the COVID. Everyone. And uh, so... Uh, I'm not going over to the house. If I go over, I, I'll go out to the front yard and deal with the, uh, the car or wave at them, blow the horn and wave at them. But they're all doing 
okay so far, but I just want to say, um, you know, a lot of people don't believe in in the vaccines, and you know, uh, and I don't know, that's not the whole the whole answer. I've got mine, but you do need the Lord. I mean, uh, one of my daughters, she doesn't have vaccine, and she got the COVID, and she's doing fine. She believes in the Word of God. I believe she's on the line right now, and uh, I just want to just say thank you, Lord, for. Getting to them through this, I think it's about day five or six for them. And uh, just wanted to say that. You got anyone else hey. here? Hey Amen. Hey Amen. I, I agree with you. Use caution. Praise the living God. I mean, we believe God, but, hey amen, we can be practical. It's okay to use wisdom, hey amen, and get your vaccine and wear your mask. If they say wear a mask, wear a mask. <laughs> yeah. Wear a mask. Go ahead. Hey amen. Because it will creep and up we on are you. Covered. We're, covered. We're covered by the blood of Jesus. Amen. But he also doesn't want us to step out there, amen, and do anything foolish. Praise the living God. We need to we need to use the wisdom of God as well. Well, you know, Pastor, I want to hit on that. I think the wisdom of the Lord sent me to go get those those vaccines myself. For me personally, I think Amen. the wisdom of God said, Donnie, go down there and get these. I'm protecting, but I'm giving you the wisdom, and I'm telling you what to do. You know, so I listened to it. And uh, I'm boosted up, and uh, you know, 67 years old. I'm not trying to let this attack me, you know, take me out this way. I got a lot of work left to do in this world. Okay, do we got another? So encourage, got one more. We got about a encourage those who you know, encourage those who love you, Amen. To trust in the Lord, but at the same time, allow the Lord to lead them to do because God does work through practical measures as well. Amen and amen. Thank you, Lord. Okay, I just want to say thank everybody that participated in today's service. And um, we'll be back next Sunday, 11 here on the Web I'm going to ask a special request of you before you hang up. If you could contact me, amen, uh, as soon as as soon as it's convenient for you. I, I, I'd appreciate that. Gotcha. Okay, 11 o'clock on the West Coast, 1 in the middle, and 2 p.m., on the East Coast. We'll see you next week. Fellowship. We lift our hands and we lift up our hearts as we offer up this praise unto your name.